welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Just a little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus, I love coffee, and I love sharing both. And I desire to see people walk in abundant freedom, fullness of freedom in their lives. And I believe there are keys, biblical keys, that can help us get to that place of abundant freedom in our lives. So this morning, go grab a cup of coffee and join me as I talk about us stepping into the new year, the new season, the new moment, right? We're in a place of freshness. Everybody's focused on newness in January. They start thinking about it towards the end of the previous year. They're focused on how will this be different? How can I improve? That's what uh, resolutions are all about. And I believe that God always has something to say to us, a direction to give us when we start our new year. And so that's where I believe we're at right now. We're in the very beginning of 2022. And I believe the Lord has specific plans and purposes for each one of us, and even for us as a corporate body, as a gathering, a joining of believers together, focused on what? Kingdom purposes. We may not agree on every little point, but we do agree on kingdom purposes, and that's what matters. And so in the fall of this year, the Lord began to highlight a few verses to me. Really, three specifically, one first for sure. And I want to share that one verse with you this morning. I may roll into the others. I'm not sure. I'm definitely going to take the whole month of January and talk about 2022 and how I believe God's preparing an effective, effective door for us. So, um, just to give you really quick, the script, 1 Corinthians 16, 9, uh, it talks about, and this is the first scripture verse that the Lord gave me, and it talks about a great door. This is Paul speaking, that a great door is going to be open to him. And he adds, and I'm paraphrasing the scripture, but, and he adds an effectual, effective, depends on the translation, and I probably will jump to a couple of different translations, but effectual door is open to me. And then he's not done there. And he says, by the way, there are many adversaries. And so I really believe that that is a verse that God is highlighting to his people this year. When God says that he's opening a great and effective door, to us. That's exciting. Now I'll say this. He also closes great and effective doors. Whether he's opening a door or he's closing a door, it's with the intent always to be effective. God is not random. He is not happenstance. So it's always effective. So a great and effective door has opened. So we get pumped but he's making sure we know and we understand. And I think we've been blindsided by this at times. I've been blindsided by this at times in my life. 
and there are many adversaries, there's going to be resistance. Yes, God has opened the door. Our portion is to step through it. And our portion also is to have that armor of God on so we can withstand the many adversaries that will be because of the effective door we've just stepped through, right? A door, you know, it's, it's a metaphor, right? It's a, it's a visual picture for us of opportunity opening up. The Lord giving us provision, um, network, um, platforms, um, which is just a place to speak. You know, it can be a platform for two people. It can be a platform for 20,000 people. The number doesn't matter. It's the opportunity to be effective for kingdom purposes. What's effective mean? Great results, mission accomplished, right? Great opportunity with great results. Stepping through that door, stepping into that opportunity, maybe stepping away from that opportunity that God has provided and standing therefore will have an effect if we let it. And I'll even say this, we can't pick and choose the doors God opens. Now we can pick and choose the doors we go through or we can open them ourselves or even maybe man opened a few doors for us that we stepped into that had nothing to do with God. But we cannot pick and choose. We can't. God may have a door, an opportunity for us. He wants us to step through because he wants us to be effective in ministering his gospel to people, right, for our kingdom purposes. But we choose not to do it because it's not what we wanted or it's not how we looked. And then we sit back and we wait for him to open another door. He's not going to do that. He's going to wait for you to seize the opportunity that he's placed before you to be effective before he puts another opportunity before you to be effective. Hopefully that, hopefully that makes sense to you. But it's important to recognize when the Lord is opening a door for ministry to be effective for us. It's important to know that. He's the open door. He's the pathway. He's the provision. And we're going to get into that deeper. But in Isaiah 22, 22, in the year of 2022, tells us, I will place on his shoulder, whose shoulder Jesus is, Jesus Christ's shoulder. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What does a key do? It gives you the ability to lock and unlock things. The key to the house of David what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Just like the door on the ark, on Noah's ark. God's hand shut that door. Noah didn't shut that door. Jesus is the one who holds the key in his hand. And he opens doors and he shuts doors that no man can control. No man can overtake that. Our portion is to know to have wisdom and discernment on which doors he's opening for us and which doors he's closing for us for effective purposes and going from that place of authority. When God has given you the key and said, this is the door I'm opening for you, he's placed the key in your hand and said, go through that door 
We have to have the wisdom and the discernment to understand that. Then and we're given the authority by him to step through that door that he wanted open for us. And we become effective in that place because we're positioned where he has us to be positioned through obedience. Obedience causes us to be effective. And one of the vital points of this is the discernment the wisdom that we are stepping through the door Jesus has us to step through. He's not giving us the key to pick and choose. You know, we don't, we don't have, I can't recall what game show it is. We don't have that game show where they have like three or four open doors and pick whichever one you want and hope it's the right one and hope it has the best prize behind it. We're not being led blindly. He's a light onto our path. He's got the key and he's giving it to us for supernatural doors. In other words, doors to be opened that you could not have opened on yourself. Connections to be made that you could not have made by and of yourself. Divine appointments, like uh, bringing you to a place of completeness and a full circle, bringing you back to maybe some doors that were closed earlier being opened to you now. That happened to Paul. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but in Acts chapter 16, Paul was forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach in Asia. That door was being closed to him because it wasn't the right timing. Peter was the one that was being prepared to minister in Asia when Paul was heading there. And God said no through the Holy Spirit. And Paul was obedient and listened and turned from going to Asia. And actually, Paul had two doors closed on him. Why? Because it wasn't even about him not going to Asia. It was about a man crying out to God that God was going to send Paul to, and he was going to be effective in that place of ministry. It was a God-given vision that redirected Paul and put him in the place he was supposed to be in in the very moment he was supposed to be in there, right? He had these plans to go and visit Asia, right? And to strengthen the churches there where there was not just visit, but, you know, had that purpose. And he probably could have even been effective, but not to the level that God would have desired him to, or maybe not to the level that it was already, God was preparing Peter to do that very thing. He was functioning out of discernment through the Holy Spirit of where he was supposed to go. Even though his purpose was to be about the father's business in Asia, it wasn't where God intended in that moment. And I don't know about you, but I have sure kicked through some doors. I should have been a little more in tune to the Holy Spirit and stepped back and maybe not been there in that moment. Maybe at another moment in time, I was supposed to be there. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Maybe it will still take place. I don't know. But I know sometimes when I look back, I was somewhere maybe out of timing, out of the timing of the Lord, because it seemed like an open door. And it had to do with ministry. It had to do with kingdom purposes. So it seemed right. But we have to be in tune to the Holy Spirit and where he's directing us at all times. This is what happened to Paul. Redirected twice. Now he has a vision Right. And this is in Acts 16. You're going down a little bit. Verse nine or 10. I'm not sure. 
one of those verses right about in there, he has a vision of a man in Macedonia standing and begging him, come over and help us. And really the man's crying out to God, but God shows this vision to Paul to help. And so, you know, Paul's a little rattled by this actually, but immediately prepares and immediately begins to head to Macedonia, convinced that God himself was calling him, opening that door for him to go and preach the gospel to the people, which they did. And what happened? It was effective. It was effective there. And they they were there for a number of days. But this is the portion of, and there are many adversaries coming into play, even with Paul in Acts 16. If you go down to verse 16, actually Acts 16, 16, it says, one day as we were going to the house of prayer, we had counted a young slave girl who had an evil spirit of divination, the spirit of Python. She had earned great profits for her owners by being a fortune teller. And so what? She's an adversary to them at this point. So here we are watching 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9, being played out long before it was written out in Acts 16. And maybe this is the place that Paul was coming from. He had experienced this because he wrote both. He had experienced this and he's warning, there's going to be effective doors that open to you, great opportunities that open to you, but there'll also be many adversaries. So be prepared for that. Don't miss that portion in the excitement of the open doors. Be prepared for the adversaries, right? So here we have this Python spirit and she's just following them and tormenting them and yelling out the whole time, right? Day after day, she continues this. She's annoying Paul, actually, right? And she keeps, and he, he's done. He's finally done. And he turns around in his authority because he's in the place he's supposed to be in, gone through the door he was supposed to go through. So now he has the authority to speak in the power in the name of Jesus. And that's exactly what he does. I command you in the name of Jesus. And that's in verse uh, 18 to come out of her now, to come out. And at that very moment, the spirit came out. And so that's what happened. And so that's kind of what he's telling us that we can do when even though, and be prepared that even though there's an effective door open to us, we have to understand there's adversaries that are gonna cause resistance to not necessarily us stepping through the open door, but to us being effective in that place. And so I'm going to wrap it up here for today. I want you to tune in next week because I'm going to talk about what we do about the adversaries. When we know the door's open to us, when we've heard the Holy Spirit say, go through this door for effective ministry onto kingdom purposes, and there are many adversaries. How do we prepare for that? Tune in next week and we'll talk about that. 